Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Mike Penberthy, Slava Medvedenko, Joey Devine, Travis Knight, Jelani McCoy, Sean Keane, Samaki Walker, Mitch Richmond, Patreons, Alex Toledo, thank you Alex, musical guest, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, congratulations Flea, Anthony Kiedis, don't get injected for cursing out Chris Paul, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. Uh, it might be our final episode for a week or two here, um, but I'm not wow, sure. Wow, don't, don't hype up too much. Because <laughs> um, the season's fucking over, Sean. That voice you're hearing, of course, is my good friend, my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, hi, I'm pretty good. I watched watched history being made today. Uh, wanted to say congratulations to LeBron James for his fourth title. He has now won as many titles as uh, the great Will Purdue and Kurt Rambis. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to LeBron for joining. Uh, you know, the, the I would say that's is that the Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of people. Well, it's with John four Sally. Rings? Oh, of. People with four rings. Sure. If we're going all time, it's all time time four four ring people. (laughs) I think he bumped Vern Mickelson off that that that, and so now it's Rambus, Purdue, 
John Sally. John Sally. Spider, Spider and Sally. LeBron. And yeah, LeBron. Yeah. Those are the four. <laughs> I wouldn't include... I don't think Shaq makes it on my list. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Shaq. Sorry, Robert Parrish. Sorry, Horace Grant. Sorry, Mono Ginobili. Larry Bird. Rambus. Um, Will <laughs> Rambus. Purdue. <laughs> Sally James. Um... Yeah, the Lakers won the championship. But before we talk about that, we have some business. You might have heard Don Pardo thank our friend Alex Toledo, who we're going to have on the show soon. We keep meaning to talk to him. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's very funny to not talk to him now because uh, the team he covers was in the NBA Finals. But Alex Toledo is a very good writer for the Miami Heat beat. Um. Uh, it's at Tropical Blanket on Twitter. Uh, but the reason Don Pardo brought him up is because he is a Patreon. And Sean, do you know what uh, he did this week? Uh, he's our first annual Patreon. Uh, oh! Yeah, so That's he, awesome. Instead of getting, uh, instead of paying five bucks a month for, uh, for, you know, bonus round ball rock episodes and the discord he paid 50 40 50 dollars and 40 cents for the year uh because you get a pretty steep discount uh that's if you sign up for an annual round ball rock uh patronage at uh patreon.com slash round rock pod uh also sean while we're talking discounts do you know we have a discount code for the t-shirt store you know, I did know that. Do you know what it is? No. Thirty percent off if you if you what? use the code Round Rock Pod at if, get yourself a COVID mask, a fucking Rizzoli and Isles t shirt. Uh, why am I so bad at plugging our things? Um, <laughs> no, it's good. There's a lot of great round yeah, ball there's rock a lot merch. Of, you can see a lot of great merch in the, in the t shirt store at in the description of this episode. Also, while we're doing business stuff, I got to tell you, it's been a while since we have had a five-star review. Uh, Give us five-star reviews, baby. It helps. You know how I know it helps? Because every podcast says it. Do I know that it actually helps? No, I do not. But I believe what podcasts tell me. Podcast hosts like Danny LaRue. Podcast hosts like uh, Nate Duncan. uh, What other trustworthy news sources are there, Sean? Uh, uh, you know, uh, 10 things that Zach Lowe like, loves and hates. I don't Those think are trust- they make him do the five-star review things, though, because he, he oh, just oh, gets those. you're right, you're right. It doesn't um, matter. It's a monolith. Yeah. Um, cereal, cereal is definitely... <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Starry Kine is begging for five-star reviews, either. We need to sh- aim lower here, Sean. Aim lower. Oh. Uh, um, maybe the Airbuds? Do the Airbuds <laughs> ask Oh, I'm sure the Airbuds do it. Our friends the They deserve five-star reviews. Yeah, our friends Dunktown, I'm sure they do it. Our friends, uh, uh Basketball? They for sure do it. Everyone uh-huh. on the Locked On Network, I'm sure, does it. Because David Locke is, you know, he's whipping that whip. There's, what, what is, what is the, uh, what is the <laughs> he's phrase? He's flying the whip. He's, <laughs> he's, uh. Whipping him into shape. Yeah, he's whipping him into cracking shape. Cracking the whip. He's, he's cracking, cracking the, the whip. whip. God, God, I am God, bad at talking idiots. today. We are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> 
Either way, five star reviews on iTunes. Um, I also I also claimed I, I have to say just for anyone listening to this podcast, I claimed to be super drunk on Twitter today. I am I am not. I I am not intoxicated. Why did you Even, think you were super drunk on Twitter today? Oh, just because I just because I was like, uh, Rajon. Someone asked me if Rajon Rondo was. Somebody sent me a DM asking if Rondo was the first guy to win a title for the Lakers and the Celtics, and I was just like, "Yeah, probably." And he was like, "Yeah, you should tweet that." And so I was like, uh, "Yeah, Rondo was the first Laker and Celtic to win a title with both teams." I think I don't know. I'm way <laughs> too to look this up. <laughs> There's no way he's the first one. He's the, the second one. Who's the other one? Uh, his name is Clyde Lovellette. Mm, he yeah. uh, he played for the George Mike and Lakers, and uh, I, I learned some things about Clyde Lovellette today. Uh, their first round pick in the 1952 draft. I think he's the first person to win an Olympic gold medal, an NCAA championship, and an NBA championship. Also, uh, Mello's <laughs> one away from getting the quiet level let. He, yeah, he went to he went to get the level let. Uh, Hoodie he, level let is my favorite version of Clyde level let. Uh-huh. Uh He he apparently he played for he played for Forrest Fog Allen at Kansas. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably a racist, right? Uh, he was also Dean Smith Smith's college roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only college player to win the scoring title and the NCAA title. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was basically the best player at the Olympics in Helsinki. Uh, also, apparently, uh, he like revolutionized the game because he could shoot a set shot with one hand. Uh huh. And he, so he was like the Anthony Davis of the fifties. Oh, basically. I was going to say so he like shot like Kevin Duckworth. Um. <laughs> yeah, like like he didn't jump. But the fact that he could shoot it with one hand meant he could move all the way out to nine feet mm-hmm. from the basket, which was like their version of. So uh, they would like if if there had been analytics, they would have been like Clyde Lavalette's gravity, <laughs> incredible. Uh, he played a long time though. He uh, he won a title. What did he win titles? I'm really 50, surprised 60, he's the first 60. one. Um, oh, like, yeah. like Rondo's well, me... basically the first one. Um. That there wasn't I, some rando, like, who jumped from oh. the, uh, you know, from the Russell Celtics to the weird one-time-the-West Celtics one or whatever. You know, what, the Lakers thing one. Is, yeah, it's, it's, it's this, you, we, we think of the Lakers as always, don- I mean, look, the Lakers have been to the finals so many times, mm-hmm. but they really didn't win, it, like, like, uh... The ma- you know, like since Magic Johnson was there, they've won like eleven titles yeah. in forty years or something like that. I'm probably undercounting, but something like that. Thir- 14. 14 mm-hmm. titles since nineteen eighty. But before that, they won three. Like two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still don't know if I counted that right now that I'm I'm thinking about it. No, it's eleven. They've won eleven. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, Sean. Yeah, they, anyway, they just did, the Lakers just didn't win a title, enough titles between that stretch. I'm yeah, so sort of Yeah, you just think they're... when there was eight teams that at one point, one guy would have been on two of the teams. You know what I mean? 
Right. Like, <laughs> that it shouldn't have been that it shouldn't have been fifty six years before this happened a yes, second time. Yeah, exactly. That's so what I mean. The all like, the time. I don't. I'm not even asking for it to happen. Have happened to the Showtime Lakers. I'm. It's, but that's it's, when it should have happened. Right. Like, it, there should have been a guy. Like, I guess Bob McAdoo uh, was just on the Celtics a little too early. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's still really weird. I just think it's really weird that there wasn't a guy who randomly was on all of those Russell teams and then the Lakers traded for him thinking he was going to give them the secrets to beating him. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. It's just it's just that they like don't like he would have had to be on the Lakers in 1972 because they just. They won one title no, in that's what I, years. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's what I mean, that there just wasn't one rando guy who switched. Anyway. Uh, Honestly, I do think those teams legitimately loathed each other in the 60s because there's a story about Bill Sharman, who won a couple titles as a Celtics player and then coached that 72 Lakers team that he had to, like, prove his fealty where they were just, like yeah. – where they just didn't trust guys from the other organization. And I guess, I guess like Red Auerbach was there so long mm-hmm. that he probably could have just been like, yeah, no Lakers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I guess, how do we want to do this first? I guess we should congratulate the Lakers first, right? Yeah, let's congratulate the Lakers. Okay. That's- uh, so, Sean, my first question for you. Is uh who in the Lakers community would you like to congratulate uh first? Uh like on the team or in the world? Up to you, baby. I'm gonna congratulate Lakers Paladin. Yeah, that's uh, that's who I want singer. you to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um Lakers Paladin, again, no one knows who Lakers Paladin is, although there is a lot of like photographic and video evidence. Oh, just for the record, neither of us is Lakers Paladin. No, I... people have accused <laughs> me of being Lakers Paladin. And then also, people always accuse, like, Corbin and Wilms of doing uh-huh. pranks. And I'm going to tell you guys right now. Look, Corbin and Wilms, very, very good friends of mine. Uh, those guys are way too lazy to do any prank. <laughs> so never think that they're doing pranks. Um, like, okay, one thing that might happen is if you get like a mysterious pre-workout in an envelope, that might be from Wilms. And if you no, get like, no, that comes from Julian. Oh, that comes oh, from oh. Juice Manji. It went oh, the other sent, way around. Oh, he sent it to Wilms. I'm yes, sorry, I yeah. had that confused. No, Juice okay. Manji, okay. our friend Juice Manji uh, at Juice uh, Manji on Twitter, Julian Rodriguez uh, sends pre-workouts to people in the mail. He sent Queen Osmanius some, I believe. Uh, I think he sent Damon some. <laughs> I highly, I highly recommend listening to the quarantine cast where uh, John and Julian discuss pre-workouts with Corbin because the names of those pre-workouts and the descriptions are tremendous. Uh, Assassin isn't isn't one of them like Dirty Bomb or something like that or like War Crime? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Abu Ghraib. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start getting into these pre-workouts. Now that I don't have to watch basketball all day, it's back to just deadlifts all the time. Um, but it it is amazing that the Lakers Paladin account started on October 3rd of last year. Mm-hmm. And one year 
And how many days later the Lakers won the title, Joey? How many? Eight. Holy shit. Kobe's old number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I just, like, banged my hand on the... That was a real Corbin A. Smith move. Uh, luckily, there wasn't any chili below me. Oh, um, thank God. Thank uh, God. I want to congratulate um, Diane Cannon, of course. Oh, that's nice, yeah. How come Diane uh, Cannon wasn't in the... Uh, the the virtual seats. That's a good question. They they had a lot of Jack. Was right? Jack actually in the virtual seats though? No, they were just showing Jack back there. Yeah, they were just showing Jack. I um, can't believe they couldn't get Jack to fucking sit in front of a webcam for like two. He was watching the game. You know, he was watching the game. Like, I can I can definitely believe that Jack Nicholson was unwilling to appear on a webcam. I think if you heard the word webcam, he would, you know, he would just slam it down. Because look, he's I'm I'm gonna say that Jack Nicholson probably enjoyed some recreational marijuana Fair while point. enjoying these telecasts. Um, and Diane Cannon, I I mean I don't know. She's really old. She's 83. Yeah, you got to get her on those webcams, baby. That's true. I did. <laughs> Diane Cannon, you don't have to come on round ball, but go on TikTok. I mean, Obama was sat in the stupid one. God, looking like a loser. <laughs> that shirt <laughs> Obama was wearing. It was like, come on, man. Like, you couldn't have put on a better t-shirt? You're a fucking president. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> It was like a t-shirt my dad would wear to garden. <laughs> and you know what my dad I... has never done? Bombed a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would for sure put on a nicer t-shirt. Obama. <laughs> my dad would probably be shirtless. Let's be honest. Obama's, also, Obama's webcam fucking sucked. It was like all blurry. It looked like shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to avoid talking about this boring actual ass basketball game we watched. Well, I mean, look, look, look. Obama, I, Obama should have done a better job <laughs> in a lot of. Things. Oh, I can't. You know what? I can't wait for get in the inside scoop from Ramona Shelburne. It's going to be good oh, because it was what? posted directly after the game ended, which means she wrote. You know, a lot of time went into it. I mean, I know she interviewed Phil. Oh, what would? How would she possibly have access to Phil Jackson? Who could have given her that number? <laughs> and then I there was they, she was tweeting quotes from Jeannie about how they're a family. You know, it's the same old bullshit. Whether they're winning or losing, the Ramona Shelburne <laughs> uh, piece is the same. Yeah, I mean, and it's also like, well, look, no one was closer than the Lakers. And it's like you, the Miami Heat are like a prison gang. Mm -hmm. They're like, like, I know, I know the Lakers like to do things together and they were good friends, but the Heat felt like they were like blood in, blood out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a different kind of uh, bonding. Uh, okay, Joey, do you want to know who had the worst plus minus on the Los Angeles Lakers I do. today? It was. A three-way tie between Quinn Cook, Dwight Howard, and Jared Dudley. Wow. 
Quinn Cook. Uh, how many rings is that for Quinn Cook? Two? <laughs> uh, two, yeah. Right? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, whatever. Quinn Cook sucks. I hate watching Quinn Cook play basketball. <laughs> Do you want to hear a Quinn Cook story? Quinn Cook, okay. uh, one of Kevin Durant's five best friends. Uh, so what happened? Uh, so um, some players had to. Um, so they like they they chug some champagne in the locker room, but like there were like bubble rules, so they just kind of like bolted to the team bus. So they could mm-hmm. just go back to the hotel and celebrate, but they left Quinn Cook behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he went. He had to go on Instagram, J.R. Smith's Instagram Live, and he said, "Gotta walk back after I win a fucking ring." And then he said, "Make a U-turn." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Jr. said, "We left QC, bro." And then Dion Waiters said, QC got to fly. <laughs> so that's a very Quinn Cook way yeah. to win a title, I think. Also, I, I definitely believe that inserting Jared Dudley was purely to, uh, you know, just, just get in Pat Riley's head <laughs> to show him like, the worst body in the NBA. And again, shouts to Jared Dudley and bad bodies. Uh, body shaming is ridiculous. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to make. I'm, I guess I'm making fun of Jared Dudley a little bit, but mainly I'm just making fun of uh, Pat Riley's weird body fetishism <sighs> being like thrown at his face at the end. And he's just like, ah, he needs to run. <laughs> uh, yeah, the game was not close, but the Miami Heat won the won the fourth quarter by 16. So congratulations to Kelly Olynyk. Plus 19 in this game, Joey. Plus 19. Wow. The best, the second best number of anyone in this game. Do you know who the plus minus leader was, Joey? LeBron James? It was not. He was close. He was plus 18. Um, Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso, plus 20. Wow. The king. Um, I don't think he's the king. <laughs> you know what sucks? Actually, I want to talk about this. You and I have been talking about Alex Caruso since the day we saw him in Summer League. Because he looked funny, he was an easy guy to make fun of. But now, I've had enough of this. You know, you saw that Ringer tweet, Ringer, the Ringers pretending to be Alex Caruso on Twitter, rapping about how he got a ring before Stockton. Like, it's fucking gross. Like, we Alex get Caruso's it, he's just fucking a... white. Who cares? He's a good basketball player. <laughs> like, it's it's just like, it was kind of funny at the beginning of the season because it seemed improbable, especially when he would throw down dunks. But we've been watching him do play really well since October. Like, it's been a right. full year of him just being a totally functional, good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh... I, yeah, it's like this low hanging fruit has been picked is yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even opposed to picking low hanging fruit, but the tree is bare. Yeah, we're we're, the orchard we're here burned on this down. One. Also, like he's too good for this joke now. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he started He's the finals. It was legitimately a good decision. Not good enough. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, because he's not as good as Tyler Hero, who's like the funnier version. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like Tyler Hero actually does have like a ridiculous personality, and Alex Caruso is. I don't know, man. He's he's a good backup guard. Yeah, he's like a good defensive guard. He's also sometimes it's, it's dunks. Also, cool. It's also like I sometimes when people talk about Alex Caruso, I want to just just tell them like, how tall do you think Alex Caruso is? I want to ask one of those people how how tall do you think Alex Caruso is? And then it's like, oh, he's six five. Yeah, he's like a he's a strong pro athlete who was a college star in a big school, mm-hmm. and he's very tall. Like, yeah, it was like, it, well, well, he was, oh, he was just a, on the all-defensive team in the SEC. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. He's balding. <laughs> Although, do you think that maybe, like, he and LeBron did so well together because of the hairlines? You know yes. what I mean? Like, That's they the thing. About, Make fun of him for being bald, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, fake, fake rapping too is just like, oh my god. Anyway, speaking of Ugh. embarrassing tweets, should we talk about the two? The two, there are two all timer tweets tonight. After yeah, the let's Lakers get to th- let's get to these right away. <laughs> uh, do you want uh, a lib- three all timer? Well, uh, no, no, yeah. that's right. That's sorry, two all timer tweets. Do you want okay, a liberal tweet or a conservative tweet? Let's start with the. Uh, I let's let's do the worst one second. So let's do the conservative one. <laughs> <laughs> the other tweet's worse, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. This one comes from our uh, America's mayor of shit. America's town, mayor. God, ever, everyone who's a famous mayor is a piece of shit. Yeah, like, that's never, like. There has never been a good mayor ever. Is there? Is there no, a single good mayor, Sean? Well, there are there are like mayors that are good, but I'm just saying, if you're a famous mayor or like mayors in your nickname, that is a giant red flag. See, I'm going the whole way. I don't think there's a one good mayor. Isn't that show me a hero mayor good? Was he even a mayor? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I watched it. I don't remember. He might have been a mayor. <laughs> Um, but I don't know if there's a single good mayor, dude. What about like what about like um Jerry Louis Springer? Mayor, the head of MGM. <laughs> Metro Goldwyn Mayor. No, because there's also no good Hollywood executives. Uh John Mayer is John oh, Mayer. Yeah, okay. great guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> super fun. So I love John Mayer. Oh, I can't believe you do you know how good he is at the blues guitar, Sean? And do you know how uh, problematic he is about uh, black women? <laughs> he's uh, you're his he's he's a very body positive guy, right? Uh, yeah, except when it comes to uh, race. Remember that? <laughs> um, yeah that 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 wasn't the best. Yeah, I where guess. he said his dick was racist because he wasn't attracted to black women. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he plays I the blues. I did not remember that one. Yeah, yeah. That's not no, he said that. Um, no, that's terrible. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I just remembered the 
really weird thing he said about Jessica Simpson. Yeah, no, he's uh, full of stuff. Um, anyway. So he's not a good mayor. Yeah, not a good mayor. There are no good mayors. In fact, you know what? I'm putting this out to the listeners. (laughs) Is there a single good mayor? Let me know uh, at roundrockpod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone at the number described in the description of the show. Uh, I'm throwing it down right now. There's not a single good mayor. The closest mayor Lansky. Who? Mayor Lansky. No, no he was he killed a lot good. of people. He killed a lot of people. Um, <laughs> anyway, Rudy Giuliani. What did he tweet, John? Uh, let me read this. Uh, <laughs> wow, the Lakers won the NBA championship? Question mark. Large gap. Like- How about a big? <laughs> like like he, like, like tab a, twice he hit tab he twice. tabbed twice yeah <laughs> also Lakers and NBA are in lowercase uh-huh. how about a big parade in all in capital communist capital C China comma Beijing period two more tabs that's where it belongs uh huh I don't I feel like this one is misguided <laughs> because, I feel like he uh, maybe copied this from Ethan Sherwood Strauss's Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I gotta say, who do you think who do you think collapsed faster? The the actual warriors or the guy who wrote a book about last year's warriors? <laughs> I mean it sucks because I really like that book. Um <laughs> I wouldn't say I really liked that. I liked the it's book. A li- um, it's a little solipsistic, I yeah, would sure. say. He's uh he's maybe 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 spends a lot of time talking about uh, provoking an NBA player. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> and he an article about shoes that got some heat a couple of years ago. Uh, but, but communist China, comma, Beijing <laughs> is such a funny way to like... <laughs> it almost feels like even in the 50s, someone would read that telegram and be like, whoa, dude. It is. It looks like a telegram, too. Did he yeah, telegram this tweet? <laughs> well, you know, according to that story earlier this year, he has like seven phones yeah. that he carries with him all the time and just like leaves behind places. And and like none of them have a lock screen, basically. Uh, so who knows? But communist China, comma, Beijing, like he's writing an address. Like people would be like, communist China? Oh, Beijing. That's where he wants the parade to be. Yeah. Not Hong um, Kong. That's belongs. That's where the Lakers parade belongs. In Beijing, China. Which, which again, aired their this was the second NBA game of the season mm-hmm. that was televised in communist China comma Beijing. No, I think that's not true. Didn't I heard, they say game five was the first one? I don't know, but I because we had heard, someone had told us before that they were airing them just not Rockets games. Um, at one point, I don't know, whatever, who cares? No, it, well, I mean, ESPN said it was the first NBA broadcast in the country. Maybe that's only on China's CCTV. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? I don't care. Um, I don't care either. <laughs> uh, I mean, just, I wish yeah. the NBA would stop hiding, uh, abusive basketball schools in China, but I also just, I don't want to talk about China anymore. Who fucking cares? <laughs> 
it's such it's such a weird grasp at straws too that like this is how we win the election. <laughs> All right. Well, what did the other side of the aisle think, Sean? Well, I, I guess I mean I I would say that Darren Lavelle is more of a um, hyper capitalist, maybe. Yeah, but he's like tweeted a lot about Black Lives Mattering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no, the he's worst. Just... In the worst way possible, of course. I mean, like, what's like, what's like a future version of an? He's like almost like an astro neolib. You know what he's I mean? Like, like whatever Mayor blasting Pete is, capitalism right? into the solar system. Isn't he just what Mayor Pete is? Yeah, I mean, I guess Mayor Pete actually sold out this year harder than Derek Ravel had, at least this year, where he's like, "I got a podcast. I signed with CAA," and people are like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> You want to, did you want to be vice president? But also, wouldn't Darren Ravel also, like, uh, you know, fix bread prices and shit? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did He did work for uh, McKinsey. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's be honest, the CIA. Mm-hmm. Darren Ravel, <laughs> oh, little bit, lips are a little too loose to be a CIA agent. <laughs> He's, his lips are too loose to be a CAA agent, honestly. Um, okay, so here's here's Darren Ravel's tweet. He did it for Kobe, for social justice, for voter registration, for L.A., for Akron, and his platform has never been bigger. The presidential election is in three weeks. <laughs> what is happening? It makes it sound like LeBron is also running for president. You know what I mean? Like he's in the home stretch. Uh, he did it for me, for Blaze Pizza, for everyone who slept through a company Christmas party, for banana boats, for sea bass, and his bald spot has never been bigger, Joey. <laughs> the presidential election is in three weeks. <laughs> the presidential election is in three weeks. <laughs> Also, you know what he did all of those things? You know what he did for all of those things? Stopped a wildcat strike. <laughs> um you know, what what is this program called? Vote damn it. Voter, <laughs> is that voter die? Is that one? Oh, we should did talk- that one work? Did voter die work? Voter Joey? die did not work, I don't think. Um <laughs> I mean, John Kerry lost, right? So wasn't Voter Die's whole thing to get Bush out? I think that was right. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, speaking of voting, we should while we're while we mentioned voting. Oh yeah. Uh, Shaq voted for the first time this week. Oh, that's great. Um, who do you think Shaq voted for? Because we had a long text conversation about this, actually. You know, initially I was leaning Trump, but I am I am pretty sure that Shaq just voted for Joe Biden. Me too. Uh, you had you had the right take on this, Joe. My take is that if he was gonna, yes, he's friends with Donald Trump, but if he was gonna vote for Donald Trump, he would have voted last time. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. And more importantly, he sees himself in Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. As a uh, African American cop who sells mm-hmm. out at every chance they get, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love to hear Shaq just say some comment like, "K Hive, I support you." 
girl boss, vice presidential but debate. But also, I bet he thinks it's funny that she said Tupac was the best rapper alive. Tupac that was the best like rapper alive. something Shaq would actually really enjoy is someone saying Tupac was the best rapper alive. I could hear Shaq saying yeah. it on the inside. <laughs> yeah, but he would know it was a joke. You he know would know it was a joke, yeah. <laughs> best rapper alive, most dominant. Um, and I wish Kamala Harris was running with Shaq. <laughs> or the all-cop ballot. V- VP Shaq? That's the perfect job for him. <laughs> Just selling America? I'm like, hey, bro, I gotta break a tie on the Senate. Um, Alright. Uh, <laughs> I guess let's talk about finals mvp yeah let's talk okay well just just briefly we kind of haven't actually talked about the finals beyond the first two games on the show sure sure but maybe maybe we maybe we um you know okay so today was a blowout it was not very close friday Uh, was great though loved it yeah games three through five were good and then one two and six were blowouts Which uh, sounds about I guess right. this I guess the second half of game but they were already whipped. anyway. Um so uh yeah, let's talk about the finals MVP award, mm-hmm. which went to I'm gonna tell you right now, uh the wrong guy won it. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's who do you think it was? Uh, it was to me it was Anthony Davis for the first the f- like Look, LeBron was great tonight. He played really well in their loss on Friday. But there were a couple of games there that the Lakers just straight up won because Anthony Davis was so fucking good. He was um, very, very good defensively. Just just extremely good. Um, I would also say, in a way, he's the new Willis Reed because uh, he seems to require hospitalization from an injury about every other game. I mean, you have a theory about what he's doing in the locker room, right? Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> jerking off. That's my theory. He, has the, he, he gets so excited about playing that he can't, he can't go back out there rock hard for rebounds. You know what I mean? That's why he, he didn't rebound as much in the Denver series because he was just like, I... I gotta save it. I can't do I this for you. I do not find Nicholas <laughs> attractive. Um, yeah. <laughs> I gotta pace myself, baby. Uh, also, I the one thing I would say is I feel like that's like rubbing it in Paul Pierce's face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Constantly leaving the court looking like you're about to die. I mean, it, it seemed like his heel was pretty hurt after game five, too. In game five. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's a heel contusion, and that was his reaction. Like, like I know that probably hurts a lot, but it is it is a contusion. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I hit my uh, hand on my chair earlier and was pretty in this <laughs> podcast and was pretty demonstrative about it. So I don't <laughs> think I'm I can talk here. Um, uh, I mean, to me, Anthony Davis was the best player in the series. Then the second best player in the series was Jimmy Butler. Then well, LeBron? I mean... Then Kobe's ghost? Then Kobe's LeBron? Go- well, Kobe's ghost, I would say, uh, touched everybody on the team, and and he taught LeBron a big lesson about winning, Joey. And you know what that was? What was it? Make the Lakers get you a Hall of Fame big man <laughs> to play alongside you. That's the secret. That's the ultimate in Mamba mentality. Uh-huh. Getting Jerry West, Mitch Kupchak, or Rob Polinka uh-huh. 
to, to trade go you. out there and get yeah, uh, and then you push him out of the way and win an award that the other guy should have won. Yeah, because and because yeah. we know Pau Gasol should have been the Finals MVP that time. Kobe won it, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> he was very good in Game Seven. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> The series, well, it, well, I mean, both. You mean in 2010? Yeah, in right? 2010. Yeah, yeah. I I think that that might be likely. I would say Jimmy Butler's performance tonight. Eh, I mean, he didn't really score enough points. They, they might have keyed on him. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> but the two games the Heat won were because Jimmy Butler was fucking incredible. I mean, he was really good. It was a great. Jimmy series. I'm not really going to knock this LeBron choice, but I will say that uh, it's interesting that the only time people have reasonably have like really argued for a losing player to win the finals MVP award again, something that happened the first time they gave out the finals Mm -hmm. award and then never again, it was to try to deny Steph Curry a finals MVP. And it works. Um... Yeah. (laughs) That it was, there was so much advocacy for LeBron to win it, that they were like, well, what about the guy who guarded LeBron? Yeah. And scored 12 points a game. (laughs) I just thought it was fucking bullshit because it was clearly rigged that he was going to win it. Mark Stein tweeted at halftime, two quarters away from LeBron James winning his third finals MVP or whatever. (laughs) Vote in general is bullshit because it's like 11 people vote on it. Yeah. What is that? Jeff Van Gundy voted on it, Sean. A man we have proof was not watching the games. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some audio, some pretty damning audio about that. Um. All right. What about uh, KCP? Could should he have been the Finals MVP? So I think he would be the perfect Finals MVP for 2020. Um. rehabbed the ultimate argument for prison reform uh kind of kind of in kamala harris's face and shaquille o'neal's honestly Uh um the the super prosecutors of the nba uh yeah so he he defied the nba to prison pipeline and he was great in the bubble because he had already played half a season while under house arrest Mm -hmm. which is very like that's why he thrived he was a better Danny Green mm-hmm. than Danny Green, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Way better than Danny Green. You uh, ruled. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I'm, I'm happy for him because I used to really like him when he was on the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I mean, as much as you can like a Detroit Piston. <laughs> uh, what about um, what about Rondo? Sean? Well, you know, Joey. Um, I don't know if you've heard of playoff Rondo. Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. He had 19 points today. He shot three of four from three-point range. Wow. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's, right? Yeah, he's playoff Rondo. He's playoff Rondo. Do you remember that 2012 series with the Cavs and the Celtics? Yeah, he was the, the best player in that series. He was the best player in that series, Joey. He was having a moment. It was. So underrated. Still underrated. Top 17 playoff performance of this century. Yep, these are my Celtics. Wow. Also, just like me, does not like diversity on the court. (laughs) It's like, what is this? Referee crew, an open mic night? 
Oh, wow. That's yep, these are my Celtics. <laughs> By the way, I, I do want to thank the Miami Heat for vanquishing the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? We did that. I mean, we yeah. did that, but, but I, I feel like you can never say it enough. God, can uh, you imagine how insufferable this finals would have been? Oh it was God. already Lakers. insufferable. It First was... off, oh, I know what I want to mention. You know what made me so mad, Sean? What's that? When they fucking cut to the trophy ceremony, and instead of giving the trophy... There's a commercial in the trophy ceremony. Oh, I hated that. I hated that. Rachel Nichols had to say the words, for the first time, the Larry O'Brien trophy is in a a bespoke Louis Vuitton travel case. That's the stupidest shit ever. First off, do not say the word bespoke. It's not a word. I mean, I know it's technically a word. That is not a word we use in... But a bespoke for a trophy? (laughs) Like... Oh, we took the trophy's measurements and, and you know, we got the inseam of the Larry O'Brien. Oh, that is so fucking stupid. But bespoke was a dead word that like box like that like uh boxes for men that sell like knives and flasks has brought back to life <laughs> and we do not need it. Get it out of here. That was that's a dead word. Let's get that word dead again. That is British we are an, um, we are America. We do not say the word bespoke. Bespoke. <laughs> oh, they're all bespoke. Look, I'm I'm looking at the usage over time right now for bespoke, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it dips really low in 1980, and then jumps way up in 20 about 20 2008 is when it really ju- no 2011 it jumps way up because like fucking. Uh, we started selling like birch boxes for men or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a loot. It's a loot crate for for your weird uncle that you don't talk to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's all roll up our jeans above the boot. All right. Um, oh, actually, William Sapphire. This is actually they asked him about bespoke, and he's like, "Yeah, it's like the snobbiest thing." To be suitably tendy, bespeak to me of bespoke tailoring. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Get it out of here. And don't a, say it. A trophy. Yeah. Louis, <laughs> Louis Vuitton made a special thing for the trophy. Here's a little secret about designer clothes, people. They're made in the same factory as all clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Blow your mind, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> but also, like, how is that? Like, who actually thinks that's cool? No one. <laughs> the dumbest, like, like oh, the, oh no, oh, actually, tro- trophies in a in a fancy handbag. Actually, I take that back. There are two people that think it's no, three people that think it's cool. Are Aaron Ravel. I know I'm going to name them right now. <laughs> oh, uh, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and CJ McCollum. <laughs> that is who that's for. Finally, for the first time ever, this trophy is in a case. For no reason. Because <laughs> it's not like this is the first time it traveled. Right! It didn't have to stay safer in the bubble. It travels all the time. <laughs> put it in, like, a plastic case before? Like, I'm sure they put it... They had it in, like, a cool, uh, like, 
road case. You know what I mean? That looks like that's covered in like, uh, you know, like something uh, Ethan Hunt would pull a gun out of. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what? No way. Or they like a roadie to... would pull a guitar and some microphones out of. I'm sure it used to be in one of those cases. Yeah, and they just and they just they just went to a store, and sometimes the trophy didn't even fit, and they just have to knock pieces off. But finally, <laughs> there's a bespoke case. Oh, I hate this. Um. Anyway, that was the thing I hated most. Oh, about I hate tonight. that. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm bad remembering it, and it only happened a little while ago. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> the shocker just tweeted something amazing. <laughs> Uh, that's it's the shocker. No, hi, it's the shocker. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, oh, friends of ours website. Uh, they tweeted at Windhorse DSPN at Andrew the Han. Where can I find the full version of the Hoop Collective intro outro music? I want to fuck my wife to it. <laughs> anyway, well done, the shocker. Follow, follow. Hi, it's the shocker. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Should we say goodbye to the heat? Yeah, let's say goodbye to the heat. Um, what are you gonna What are you gonna miss most, Joey? I mean, what am I not gonna miss? I mean, pretty much. I'm gonna miss Big Face Coffee. I'll tell you yeah. that much. I'm even gonna miss Little Face Coffee. Um, yeah, I'm also missing Little Face Coffee. I'm gonna miss. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna miss Goran Dragic playing for the Heat. I think he's at, he's gone. Yeah, I'm glad he played in the game, even though Joey, you you somewhat correctly called that it had it had Jameer Nelson vibes. Jameer Nelson 2009 <laughs> vibes. Now he he kind of was okay. Yeah, which Jameer Nelson was worse, not. But, but he uh, like, I mean, he, he missed a lot of shots, but ultimately plus two, got some boards. Yeah. But the the Magic probably would have won that one game they played with, if they, if they, if they, they played Ray for Alston played. instead of Jimmy Nelson. <laughs> I mean, it, the the anti mixtape prejudice in the NBA mm-hmm. was disgusting back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to skip to your loo. This is the finals. <laughs> um, blah blah. Yeah. Instead, let's put in this very tiny college player of the year. All right. Um, <laughs> who's Definitely cannot walk. All right. Yeah, um, he's, he's very hurt. <laughs> um, what else am I going to miss about the heat? I'm going to miss Spo. Yeah, dude. I love Spo. I always forget how much I love Spo. And then I see him and I'm like, I love that little guy. He seems so unlikely. Yeah, except, you know what? He's a lot more likely than the coach who won the championship tonight, which is oh, another thing we need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the person I'm happiest for on the Lakers. Let's actually let's talk about who are you least happy for that won tonight. Um. Oh, of the Lakers. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Yeah, of He's course. Late. It's Dwight, right? <laughs> Dwight then Rondo. Except Rondo, I feel like like did earn it. Yeah. Whereas Dwight Howard, like. Just wandered into this team. And, you know, he was fine. But, like, I feel like 
okay, this is Dwight Howard's redemption arc this year, where it was like, oh, he actually got in shape. Oh, he started like rebounding and oh, he's really helping his basket finally. It reminds me of like when a guy who was picked in in like the high lottery ends up winning most improved player. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, you're like Kevin Love was supposed to improve. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the the fifth pick in the draft. Right. And it's just kind of like, I mean, congratulations for lowering the expectations for yourself over a decade to the point that being like a reserve big man is seen as some kind of triumph for you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, Dwight Howard. And then what I really found pathetic was him pretending to be like a tough guy and an enforcer. And it just like kept blowing up in his face. It blew yeah. like it worked for it worked for like two quarters against Jokic. And then he cost the he cost them stuff by like shoving dudes around. But like Dwight Howard's triumphant return season, he averaged seven and a half points and seven rebounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, great job, dude. <laughs> like like, we're we supposed to be happy for this guy? There's no redemption arc for him. Well, especially because every time every time he'd be playing well, he then would say or do something immensely terrible. Uh-huh. He looked uh-huh. dumb. Like his teammates still didn't really like him. Yeah. Um, he's an, he's just embarrassing. I hate that he has a championship ring. Me too. I'm gonna hate it. He's definitely going into the Hall of Fame and deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm going to hate seeing him go into the Hall yep. of Fame. Same. He's like, he's... Uh, Wait, but what he, voice is he going to do? Oh, my God. It's going to be like, he's going to do a... He'll do a Charles Barkley impression. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll make Charles do, induct him, right? He'll uh, be Borat. Charles. <laughs> he'll do Borat. Um, Austin Powers, probably. Mm-hmm. He'll do Austin sure. Powers. Um, oh, he's, he'll definitely do, like, Quagmire. I bet he does Kevin Hart now, right? He probably does a Kevin Hart. He probably, yeah, he probably does a Kevin Hart. I'm trying to think what would be, like, the movie. I bet he does an impression of, um, Eddie Murphy's grandmother from Nutty Professor. Oh, 100%. The Clumps? Yeah, Yeah. he probably has the Clumps memorized. (laughs) And he's, like, that he had, like, a dream to do a set of commercials for that. And then people are like, uh, aren't you like kind of a sex offender? And then he's like, hey, hey, kind of, uh, you know what? I bet Dwight Howard and, um, Brian Wilson from the beach boys have one thing in common. And do you know what it what's is? That? What's it's that? that Norbit is both their favorite movies. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing about Brian Wilson. <laughs> of, uh, honestly, uh, like pretty weird guy, but, uh, gotta say it. Um, yeah, dude, like, like, get get Dwight out of here. Okay, that's, so... That's what I'm least happy about. That's also um, who I'm least happy about, obviously. Who are you most happy about? Um, I'm happy Jared Dudley got a ring. Um, yeah, weird. And then... I mean, like... Oh, well, I do think it's funny that Dion Waiters somehow ended up Right. Beating the heat. Like, I didn't really... (laughs) He didn't play. He didn't earn it or anything like that. I do think it's... I'm not, like, happy about it, but he said... It rules. (laughs) It's really funny. His quote is, they they tried to bury me. The suspensions and all. They tried to bury me. I didn't even do nothing. Look at me now. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's incredible. Uh, did not play in the finals, of course. But look at him now. He did sign with a really good team right before the bubble. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, I we were both really hoping Dion for uh, a lot more playing yeah. time for Dion Waiters. And uh, this this falls into uh, maybe some some overthinking from us. Uh, he did eat some important bubble minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this team to uh, to rest, uh, but yeah, there was there was a lot of overthinking going on with this Lakers team to just be like, hmm, somebody else has a shot. They only have two of the top three players in the NBA right now. Well, except uh, I'm going to tell you right now. You know that wide open shot Danny Green missed the other day. Yeah, Dion Waiters buries that shot. <laughs> If that's Dion Waiters on the court, that shit is going in, and then he's doing a real stupid celebration in front of uh-huh. that heat bench. <laughs> he he did not make a three pointer this season, I believe. Does not matter. Still would have went in. I have one hundred percent faith in that. Look, here's who I'm happy for: one person and one person only. Who's Do you that? know who that is? It's Frank fucking Frank Vogel. Vogel uh, let's play his clip. Is that I'm Frank? Sorry, he made he made seven threes this year. I'm sorry. Is that Frank Vogel's music? Yes, it is. Here it is. What's up, Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here. Hey, what's up, Lakers fans? Um, <laughs> Frank Vogel Look, is did, the weirdest did... fucking champion, super team championship coach of my lifetime. Like he, no, what is who? Like, cause Spolstra, right? at the time, was like a young genius. Nick Nurse, same thing. Like, Rick Carlisle was kind of a weird outlier championship coach, no, right? He was, he was like a... I kind of don't... I mean... I guess a little bit of an outlier, but... Uh, I, I just kind of think that his... Um, you know, he's like making the conference finals and stuff with the pacer yeah i mean i guess i guess it's a similar for some reason rick carlisle the problem is he didn't have like time in the wilderness right you know he got like forced out in favor of larry brown and then like the malice in the palace sort of disrupted him in indiana but there was no equivalent to like frank vogel's uh wilderness adventure in orlando you know what i mean where we're like you're just like what happened to this guy and he like had a beard. Um, uh-huh. His hair was really weird. Uh-huh. Um, He's very weird. Frank Vogel is weird. But also, he was like his speech tonight was crazy when they finally gave him the mic. <laughs> well, also, this is now. Don't don't forget that Frank Vogel is, I believe, the only NBA coach who has been in stupid human tricks on Letterman. Uh-huh. Yeah, where he I, advi- I would advise everyone to look up this clip. He spins a basketball on a toothbrush while he is brushing his teeth, mm-hmm. and it rules. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but look, he's also a Rick Pitino protege. But Frank Vogel, I love him. I love his energy. He makes me laugh. His face is stupid. When he was talking about letting not letting dudes shoot threes, that was really funny. And uh-huh. the, when he was mic'd up tonight, but Frank Vogel has a uh, assistant manager at a Verizon store 
uh, vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's let's start to say that Frank Vogel is not a good coach. He is a good. He's coach. a really he's good, a good coach. Good he coach. Just, yeah, yeah. just he's not Chuck Daly. He's not. He's not Tyron Lue. You know no, what no, I mean? Like he's not, he's not even not like Phil David Jackson. Blatt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, David Blatt, you, you had to get rid of that guy. Uh, spider pilot. Get well soon, David Blatt. Why? why uh, what happened to David Blatt? Is he okay? Uh, Does he have coronavirus? No, it's it, there's, it's uh, he has multiple sclerosis. Oh, no. Yeah, I feel get, bad. Get for, well back. I didn't mean, get, yeah, yeah, I mean, well there's, it's not also not really an appropriate thing to say get well soon as right. much as like sure. stay healthy, bro. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But still, look, I yeah. want the best for David Blatt. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep our air defenses intact, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love David Blatt. Uh, but it's just, it is weird that he was like clearly, like, like publicly the third choice of the Lakers this mm-hmm. season behind Monty Williams and Tyron Lue. Right. Um, also, like, if you are like, Frank, if you're a coach right now, isn't Frank Vogel like your hero? Like, Hell yeah! If you're okay. if you're Steve Clifford, right, or Dave Yeager, aren't uh-huh. you like, hey, maybe being one of the fifteen best coaches in the NBA for a really, really long time will finally pay off for me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, um, all I have I... to be is not George Carl. <laughs> well, is there is there a worse basketball player? that became an NBA head coach. Like, like, like Frank Vogel was not even a college basketball player. Mm-hmm. He was like a student. I guess he played on the JV team at Kentucky mm-hmm. initially. Most schools don't have a JV team. Right. But he was like a student manager. <sighs> I don't think there's anyone else who has had like no playoff background. I mean, no playing background like that. Uh, there's got to be other people. Was Ner- was Nick Nurse a, co- a basketball player? That is a good question because I don't think so. because like <laughs> Clifford Jaeger, they were college basketball players. Nick Nurse does not seem like he is a baller. He played at the University of Northern Iowa. He's uh, their all time leader in three point. Wow, good for percentage. Good for all of old Nick Nurse. And then immediately baby. became a student assistant coach. <laughs> uh, do you know what Nick Nurse's uh, degree is in? What? Accounting. Wow. And then he played in the British Basketball League. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it, it's like, it's just weird. I mean, he clearly loved basketball. Good mm-hmm. dude. But, like, I think he's got to be the worst actual basketball player. Uh, it, I mean, among NBA coaches. Yeah, Spolstra was the freshman of the year of the WCC at Portland. Um, yeah. And also was playing Loyola Marymount when Hank Gathers died. Oh um, he was on the court. Um, and his dad was like GM of the Blazers yeah. at one point, too. But yeah, like, um, uh, you know, even Red Auerbach had a basketball scholarship right. in college. I don't know what that means in the 40s. Like, <laughs> like you didn't lose a leg in the war, I guess. <laughs> You're an excellent competitor. But uh, yeah, no, it's just he's just the most pro- improbable uh nba champion coach for so many reasons yeah. and he did a great job congratulations happy for him i love him he's so weird hey what's up lakers fans yeah um, like, well, like Dwayne casey is like an ncaa champion right well of course um <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, Dwayne Casey, look up to Frank Vogel, baby. Like, usually these guys... Did T- Taylor Jenkins probably didn't play basketball, right? We're going to find out. I'm also <laughs> going to be looking up our friend Lloyd. Yeah, I don't think Taylor Jenkins played basketball, dude. I, okay, Taylor Jenkins, maybe. <laughs> He's also like a child coach. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure Brad Stevens played basketball either. Um, Taylor Jenkins was a basketball coach at like 20. <laughs> he was like an intern at 22. It's not even clear where he... Oh, he went to... Oh, that's why he didn't play basketball. He went to Penn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a team. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, there's one last thing. We <laughs> yes. got a good reader mail question. Oh, good. Or okay. right? Is, or did I? Is there anything else I need to talk about? Uh, Taylor Jenkins just played intermurals. I think that's yeah. probably equivalent. <laughs> yeah, that's, to... No, that's worse than Vogel. Vogel made the JV team at Kentucky. Like, well, there's... that to be fair, Rick Pitino basically rejuvenated the JV team so Vogel could play on it. Yeah, but let's be honest, though. Like, that's still better than Intermurals, I agree. Did... And it's also not an Ivy League school. Where... But, but, you know, Rick Pitino also definitely relished cutting some people from the JV team. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That dude loves to be mean to people. Just as much as he loves to come in 47 seconds on an Australian, <laughs> I mean, on an Italian uh, table. All right. That's what scenes from an Italian restaurant is about, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's about coming in your pants. Uh, um, the red one white. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, for those of you that don't know that story, look it up. All right. Um, we got a good reader mail question. Yeah. From my neighbor. Oh. Um, and since we've been like weirdly negative and bomb throwy about everything today, might as well read this one. Uh, so let's, uh, go to the reader mail drop. This is round ball rock reader mail communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. Hi, Joey and, Shan- and Sean. It's Joey's neighbor, Dan. Does does Ryan Russillo like and or respect any women that he's not related to? If so, who? Thanks, and leave Poku for the kings. You've had your generational talent, you selfish fucks. Hugs and smooches, Dan. Um, so first off, uh, that's Dan O'Connell. Um, he has a really good football... Uh, What's it called? Football podcast and Twitch stream called, I forget what the name of it is right now, but Sean, why don't you answer his question and then I'll plug Dan's thing. Um, I'm going to say there's one person that he definitely respects, and that is uh, Carissa Thompson of Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this is like Ryan Russillo <laughs> in his element. Um, some dude like showed up at her house and uh was like trying to stalk her basically uh-huh. and uh and eventually like the guy was at the house for like hours trying to go in and then uh Ryan Rosilla was house sitting and he kind of chased the guy away uh-huh i have one i have one uh i think there's only one woman he respects and that is of course Amy Coney Barrett all right um <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's got friends in law enforcement, <laughs> yeah, Joey. Yeah, yeah. 
at the gym, they all want to overturn Ray, Ray versus Wade. You know that guy at the gym who's always using a hairdryer to wash his long balls? Anyway, he had a conversation with Ryan recently and convinced him that he needs to be an originalist when it comes to the Constitution. And, you know, black people don't really deserve rights. Um, so, yeah, Amy Coney Bear, that's, that's his girl. Yeah, um... But yeah, uh, check out Dan O'Connell's work at uh, wefixtheleague.com. Uh, it's about uh, fixing NFL football. It's really good. Uh, it's a Twitch <laughs> show, a podcast. It's great. Uh, and he's my next door neighbor, and he's really nice. All right. Um, I really like their logo, too. Um, uh, can I read you a headline from that site? Absolutely. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, comma, Mike Tomlin imposter to pistol-holding Juju Smith-Schuster. You have to kill one of us. <laughs> Um, all right. So good. Uh, <laughs> Sean. Oh. That's our show, isn't it? That's our show. Uh, <laughs> Anything you want to uh, promote here? Uh, I wrote something I liked on roundballrock.net. It had it's been really funny. During the NBA Finals. It's about TV ratings. You yeah, know? I wonder who we're talking about there. <laughs> we're not talking about anybody at all, uh, specifically. Uh, I will have a couple of weird... I think I think Corbin's going to write something about the Finals. Uh, mm-hmm. By me saying it on the podcast, that's going to make it true. Um, and what else did I want to promote? I don't know if there's anything else to promote so far. Uh, but yeah, keep checking there. I'm going to have I have a couple things that are in the hopper and ready to go for that site. So uh, I'll have like three things up this week. Great. Go check out rumballrock.net. Um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where I tweeted an all-timer on October 9th, Sean. Just like one of the all-time Frankie Muniz tweets. Are you oh, ready? Yes. On October 9th, at 1.39 a.m., I tweeted, I hate dreams. <laughs> Sean, did you write a song? I didn't write a song this week, Joey. I oh, was... good. Well, what do you want me to play? Could you play um, <laughs> the, the Joe Osborne song from last year uh, that's called uh, What If Luca Was on Game of Thrones? Sure. Sure can. It's a song about Luka Doncic, James Dolan, and Luke Walton, and the Ringer. Great. So check it out. Um, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Oh, and we're going to take this week off for the free one, but we'll have a Patreon. We'll have some extra Patreon Patreon episodes this week, and then we'll be back to talk about the draft or whatever bullshit. Um, just because they're not playing basketball, it doesn't mean we're not going to do podcasts. That's if, in fact, this is when I we thrive. Well, we want to talk in the future. Probably going to talk about that Lakers book. We've got more George Carl coming. Um, our our special bus name extravaganza. But yeah, we're going to have prospects. plenty of stuff. Just because Super there's fun. no season, Round Ball Rock is going to keep on going. I promise. Yeah, I'm going to be in uh, the Pacific Northwest for a couple of days, helping my sister move out of Seattle. Well, you know why? Because of Chaz. It's not safe. <laughs> okay, that's not true, but. Uh... Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Weird fucking season. Uh, send those poor bastards home. They don't have to live at Disney World anymore. Oh, oh, can I name one thing before we close out? I'm sorry, Joe, I ruined the intro. Uh, I just want to say my deepest condolences to, uh, the families of Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, 
Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sorry blissful, they're coming home. A blissful three month reprieve <laughs> and you're gonna get so many grievances. Uh strippers calling your house. Uh it's crazy. Uh Jeff Agetti so upset that Bill O'Brien was fired from the Houston, Texas. Anyway, I'm sorry. Praying for your families. Uh bye guys. We'll be back in a, a week or so. Bye. Yeah. Bye. was Jon Snow Would he be taller and have something to prove Crossover Joffrey with a dribble drive move Hook up with Danny in a hot makeout session And yeah Yeah Step back Jay Yeah yeah, R plus L equals J And yeah, yeah Winter is coming What if Luca was on Game of Thrones? Had a fight with the Lord of Bones Landed ships at Dragonstone Trying to get the Iron Throne And hey, what the hell? What if James Dolan was king in Winterfell? And then the Iron Bank convinced him to sell. They moved a Highgarden to play for the Tyrells. Bran is a prophet. And yeah, yeah, Irving Azoff, yeah, yeah. Azorazai, yeah, yeah, Zion isn't coming. What if Dolan sold the Knicks? Traded Dorn all his first round picks. The Iron Islands are full of dicks. Zombies took over hard home. That stuff with sand snakes took too long. Theon Greyjoy's got no dong. Stop me if you think I'm wrong. But let's get Luke Walton in this song. Hey, how's it going? This is Bill Simmons just talking about how we tried to get all the ringer's favorite things into this one song. If we had another verse, we would have got billions in, but... Huh, Joan Osborne. Remember her? Overrated, but now I think she might be properly rated. Huh, kind of bringing her career back from the dead. Like Jon Snow. And that other guy. Can't remember his name. Why can't I remember British people's names? I think I have a brain disorder. Yeah, yeah, 
Lou got fired, yeah, his body burned on a pyre, so he didn't turn into a white walker. What if Lou coached at King's Landing? Lost to giants and wildlings. They leaked the news to Kevin Ding, and then they cut off his head. Treated him like old Ned. Hot Pie gave Lucas some wolf bread. Melisandre's always wearing red. Hey, what's the deal with Dolores Ed? Sam Tarley's shockingly well fed. Jon Snow invented giving head. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.